0: So, this is Eddie Kira, producer of the short film documentary, a film called Black Can't Swim. The aim of the film is to understand why there's a disproportionate amount of black people and ethnic minorities that can't and don't swim. On my journey to find the truth, I have the pleasure of speaking with one of Britain's greatest actors. He played Charles Robinson in three James Bond films. He played one in the Resident Evil film series. He played General Zod, Krypton. He played the head teacher this year in an episode of one of my favourite crime dramas, Silent Witness, and has been in many, many, many other films and TV programmes. He is also the patron of the African Caribbean Leukaemia Trust, the ambassador for the Prince Trust, involved in the Notting Hill Carnival, dance captain for the Fox Carnival Band, We've seen him swagger on Strictly Come Dancing. He plays the trumpet in his jazz band. And is a co-founder of Cage Cricket. And still finds time to be a great husband and father. Mr. Colin Salmon. Uh, I never
1: look back. and I don't look
0: down. <laughs> you are amazing. This is great. Do you ever sleep?
1: Yeah, I do. I sleep. I, I mean, I think the teacher, whatever you're doing, Do it well and do it with everything
0: you've got and then move on. But yeah, I I sleep as much as I can. Good, good. Well, Colin, thank you for taking the time to be the first guest in The Deep End with Edekira. I'm truly honoured. So so when we first spoke, you mentioned floating on your back on a hot summer day, being one of the true pleasures of life. How has swimming positively impacted your life? out of swimming and it's always been a a place
1: of um for me it's like meditation actually i think from an early stage early age i think you know we as kids went to we weren't a wealthy family so our one holiday was off to yarmouth but i spent a lot of time i grew up in luton born in london grew up in luton and um like a lot of the kids at that time the, the, the trip down to the um the outdoor pool was part of life and uh you just, it was noisy, it was loud, exciting. But also, um, if you didn't go, you were you were part of it. So I went. And then you had to go off the high board, which was another big, massive part of um, the initiation of being.
0: As you saw in the film, um, my mum played the intro to the film, which she didn't want to do, but I said to her, it's because of you, I, I can't swim. So you have no choice but to play that part. <laughs> So, um, you know, growing up, swimming was never part of my life. But hopefully, moving forward, I can recapture some of that enjoyment. Well, I
1: think I think as looking at it, you know, one is, you've got lots to look forward to. That's the other way. I mean, it's, you know, you've done great without it, and that's just another beautiful part potentially that uh, can play a part. So I would
0: say mm-hmm. it's too ways. It's positive as well. I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so much looking forward to it. <laughs> One of the issues that has been highlighted is the lack of visible swimming role models within the black community. Here's the reason why I'm speaking with influential figures like yourself. What else do you think the community can do to help change the negative perception associated with blacks and ethnics and swimming? I think it's really
1: interesting, because I remember as a kid being told that, you know, we were great swimmers. I was I was uh, and a triple jumper and an athlete all around and had stuff got my thighs were big I was strong and I always struggled to float when I was young and they used to say oh it's the density of your legs you know so you can't you know you can't float but I was determined to swim so I remember always having tight hamstrings from sports so that made it difficult but um, I just think it's something that you just do you just you can get into it and I mean I thought from the perspective of mothers and if you think about it there's a there's a vulnerability because your mum at an early age she will come into the dressing room but as you get slightly older she can't share uh, the dressing room is so your you're having to go into the environment which is pretty male heavy and i think our our people are aware of um how can we put this delicately it's, you know it's a male environment there are not all good males. We used to go down there as a team together, you know what I mean, we'd be all, and there could be tricky people around and stuff, so you would always be mindful of each other. So, there's a lot of, lots of things floating around in this. You know, it's not just the swimming, it's the, you know, I think I put this really, you, you, you're vulnerable not to wave Yeah. And the swimming but it's a dangerous place in the water, out of the water, so I get the, the caution and the protection. And like my dad was quite a heavy, disciplined guy. You know, he used to make him and he used to say, I said, Dad, man, what was that about? You know, you, what he used to heavy, he said, Colin, I was scared you were going to get in trouble. <laughs> like, yeah, but it was, I felt safer on the street than sometimes. I own Dad, because you were so flipping heavy, but I was scared you were going to get in. So that heavy, heavy discipline you've got the, the great teacher that was in which my kid who my, some of my kids swam with down in Notting Hill you know our friend was in your show in the film you know the, and um, he used to be he was one of those rare dreadlock guys who was on the edge of the pool he said, took the kids from swimming I never really thought about it because to me it was normal.
0: Yeah Michael Souza. yeah <laughs>
1: didn't even see Tullo when I was a kid. I, you know, I remember my white mate wanted to be Pelé, and one, um, Bobby, I was a bit of a man who found them, but I wanted to be Bobby Charlton, and that was not a problem. And then we hit an age, and everybody said, well, you can't be Bobby Charlton, and he can't be Pelé. I get the, I get the role models, but I think as kids just see kids just see people doing stuff, and I think it's like the Williams and stuff, just because we didn't see it often. Yeah, we didn't see it much. I mean, our thrash was enough for me. like men, men talking about, and women, adults, talking about their weaknesses or their fears is really liberating to young people. So I suppose that would be
0: the most important thing as a role model. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So you have four lovely children. Um, at what age were they introduced to swimming and was it a conscious decision on your behalf?
1: Well, we, we, we introduced them to swimming young. We love going to the seaside. So we like holidays. So... Knew we had to swim. So what we did, and this is, we still have a winter t- out now, I've got to take it down, we've got an above ground uh, a pool that we put in the garden. You know, one of the sort of 99 pound things that you just... And what I would recommend anybody is you, you fill them two feet so the children walk around in their hands it's like a paddling pool, but a bit bigger. So you can be in there with... And the children just walk around, walk on with their hands and each and, and then you just slowly incrementally you fill it up a bit more and then they get a bit more confident and then we do whirlpools in it and just laugh and laugh and play until it becomes just another place to play in water in the room so it's, it's not an unnatural thing but it's just that thing of you know when I was young we there was a lot of people we had a fear of dogs a lot of black people just had a fear of dogs you know that was something now I see all the young boys there running around with pit bulls and stuff and you know, I laugh to myself because I think God, that would not have happened to the generation so I think again
0: we wanted to go to the we wanted to go to side you know? i have an eight year old daughter I'm an eight year old teenager i call her and um she learned to swim basically because my wife insisted that at a very early age she learns how to swim so so here's the reason why i'm trying to encourage as many people and it's a life skill you know, apart from everything else
1: and it's a great fitness thing i mean it's, you know for hydrotherapy and that's that you know when you've got an injury you can't do high impact sport i mean swimming is something that can really keep you strong keep your core strong and it's something that you really benefit from because you don't put strain on your joints knees strength so much in the pool and that's something again from a you know we're in a very conscious age of fitness and
0: water is a very very place a bigger as we get older especially so you're coming to it at the right time Currently in the UK, about 75% of pupils leave primary school able to swim 25 metres, but the figure drops to 42% in the most deprived areas of the country. Do you think the government and the authorities have a part to play in eradicating this issue?
1: I think that's a very, very, very valid point. I think, yes, because I think, you know, we had swimming bars, They're a bit like libraries. You know, you see the Lido... Post war, and how important it was the sort of swimming pools and these amazing cathedrals that were Rice Lip and down at Tutin Beck and the Hampstead Pond. I mean, these were really celebrations of the working class as well as, you know, the wealthy always had their pools. So these places were really important. And there's something else that happens in the swimming pool is when everybody just rode, it's a bit like, um, how can I put it, the, 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 the proliferation, say, of the, the dinner suit, you know, the tuxedo. People don't realise that the thing was it was made to rigour because you could hire one, and regardless of your background, you were all equal, right? So on a Friday night, you could hire that same guy, and if you could dance and polish your shoes, you were, you looked like the same as a duke or anybody else. Now, a swimming pool is a very similar place to me, its a place where, you know, you'd, bring me, you'd often meet girls and people in the pool and then... You go out, you know, and then you meet them afterwards and you'd be surprised at how they looked because you just you didn't see that It's a fashion. You just saw costumes and fun. So it's a really, it's, a very, it's an incredible place of equanimity. So ultimately, I think it's really important that we have these, what I call places of secular fellowship where people can really genuinely just be and live and enjoy. And it's, it's noisy and it's... It, 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 can be quite frightening, but you get over the fear. And I think, yes, government does have a part to play in that, because I think the bars were really important. Steam rooms were really, you know, this is a it's, its a service that people need, you know, especially now. You know, we need more of it, so we can encourage mums and, mums and tots and dads and tots to come down for part of the day. And Yes, yeah. like North Kensington and I, we have one There's a great pool there. We're lucky just under Grandfroy. But they're becoming they're becoming rarer. That's a big piece of property and real estate, and I'm realising you know, they're becoming private clubs or being disappearing and becoming you know more development. And I think there's always got to be room for public service. And I think it's just a remnant.
0: Most of us are aware of the life skill and the recreational benefits of being able to swim. But a lesser known fact is the mental health benefits. No question. I think the thing is, it's about, you know, it's a, it's, when you
1: get into the stroke and you're, you're doing it for yourself and you're into the green lanes or whatever, it's so that left, right, left, it has definite impacts like walking. You know, activity is key to mental health. You know, even back to Greek days, it was gymnasia, academia. It's a balance of both. You can't be either one or the other. And I think what's wonderful for all those people out there who can't swim, who feel they can't swim. I mean, you'll be very amazed. It's, it's closest thing I've ever encountered to flying. You know, I often think of fish and birds. You know, we can't fly, but you can get in water, and it's very similar. And you get a private conversation with yourself. You, you're conscious of your breathing. You're conscious of your movement. Your, it's like mindfulness actually in action, because you have to be... You work as a, your, your whole body has to work together, and I think it's a very, it's a very, very impactful power that you to do. So, yes, I think it would just definitely have a positive impact
0: on. There is speculation that slavery had an impact on black people's attitude and, consequently, fear of water, and there is also talks of fear of swimming being passed down the generation through genetics. And in other words, we are likely to inherit the fears of our parents. Do you think there's any truth of this?
1: Well, I think it's a really interesting thing because we have, you know, the, you know, within our culture now, we have a, quite a big African diaspora here. Yeah, so I suspect, you know, not all coming from the Caribbean or from points point of, of slavery. Is, so therefore the question would be for me is uh, how did those people deal with water? So, you know, if I was breaking it down, my daughter did anthropology, my son was doing social policy. So they taught me about research With regards to the, the, the handing down of fear to the generations, no doubt. an amazing liberation the water is just a powerful element that we deserve to be <laughs> like the earth Wind, and fire it's interesting there's no water there because there's five elements but yeah I'll answer that question yes I, I have
0: no doubt right. we've got a lot of work to do we've got a lot of work to do but I, I, be, I believe that this is the beginning of the end of of, this, of the stereotypes and, and the myths and everything because, when the film was released when the film called latin swim was released in february i had a huge amount and i still do a huge amount of people coming out to me and saying thank you and i'm and I'm asking why thank you man they said because now you've almost given us the license to be able to talk about it and this is people from all different backgrounds all different cultures and um, saying that we couldn't talk about it because of the race element but now it's something we can talk about, and many of these were instructors and people involved in swimming. Absolutely, we address. Well, yeah, no, I think that's what it is, isn't it? It's the adult. We're adults.
1: We're adults, and we're prepared to say, "I'm afraid," and that's it. As soon as you can do the can you release it. Once you do, once you approach these from a from a position of love, it's just all of a sudden. <laughs> it becomes a lighter thing. So with your eight-year-old, you know, it's not about you feeling secure. She will learn something from you. That lesson you will teach her as a parent, the lesson of all the lessons, that's the one. Because she will see we can, we can change, we can adapt. You know, and I, I would say this as well, is something really important to me, I've got to say. There's an amazing book about mindsets, and there's an amazing thing that was discovered regarding the word natural, and the, and the, the application of the word natural. You're a natural. And I'm sure you've heard every single black male thing. maybe doesn't come naturally. And because of that psychological game that's been played, trick, I say. Not even, people aren't even aware of it. You're a natural dancer, you're a natural. Oh great, I'm a natural. So what does that mean? I don't have to work hard? No, stop it. So don't actually let that into your brain. Nobody's a natural. We just saw it early. We've got mass. we worked out that some. Nobody says that about mass. You know, oh, he's a natural. You know, oh, he just worked it out, well done. Now the rest of you, let's just go over it again. So we have to mindset change our mindset, and because it's not something we do naturally, it's good because that is an exercise in mindset. And we just don't worry; we just try again. Get in. The more you get in, the easier it gets. and The more you get in, the easier it gets. And that's it. It's a, it's a challenge for us, and it's a positive one because this isn't something that's natural. And so now there's there's a, there's a, there's something to start.
0: give me something to think about and it, it, it does what make sense you? doesn't it is swimming amongst your black friends in comparison to your non-black friends. I think most
1: of my friends swim, yeah, I think so. I think a lot of my friends swim. Yeah, I was out no, with John, John, wander, the doctor,
0: he's a swimmer, he's out the be, you yeah. know, recently, yeah, everybody was in the pool, everybody was in the water. Now let's talk about hair, something that I don't have. <laughs> so I have very little experience with hair. But it's, it's a common fact that black females spend nine times more on their hair products than any other race. And I was, I was speaking with Alice Deering, the only black swimmer in Team GB, and she did a whole piece about black women and their hair and how it impacts their willingness to go into the pool. I, I totally get it. And I've,
1: I've run out with umbrellas on many occasions. I've seen my family around the rain after the That said, you know, my wife. My wife has an ear, uh, a perfect ear drum, so she can't get her ear in the water. But she swims. She just swims with her head out of the water, so okay. she doesn't have to go under. You know, she yeah. doesn't have to go into a torrent or into this a really, really um, crazy sea or a busy, busy pool. You just find other avenues. And I know how industrious women are. All women, and I think. Um, think about it, you know, when a woman's done, had her hair perms, black or white, or had to do it hair, do she, you going straight into a swimming pool. So I think it's just about being um, imaginative and if you really want to do it, you'll do it. I don't think there's anything stopping anybody doing anything as well. I think we have ingenuity and uh, resilience to deal with these things. And of course, from a very young age, which was these children swimming from young, let's do that. So they, before they're spending hundreds of pounds, to allow, let's, let's get the babies swimming really. and that the babies the parents will learn. I used to be chair governors of a nursery school I and mean, we used to have um, sort of family literacy we called it, where we literally would create literacy programs where the children would
0: And uh, he was hairless, and it was. I have that West African trait, so I am. I'm not the hairiest man on the planet, and um, it means I like, swim past, which is handy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> and And that, and nowadays they have all these um these swimming hair nets for Afro heads, um, yeah. swim scarf, and various different other ones. So there really isn't any excuse, is there? No, it's just a it's a, it's a business opportunity. So do you think the media can help spread awareness? There's um, only so much um individuals like myself can do.
1: Well, I think it's every. i can I for this. Um, if we wait for the media, we won't swim. Let's just get on. Yeah, and I suspect I suspect one thing that we're. And I mean, it's just I've never thought about this before. But if we have one thing for about how many Black James Bond, it I mean I played Colour Sergeant Ryan in um, Soldier Soldier, and I acted. I was a marine. I played a marine. I dived off a boat uh, into the water to save uh, the two guys, and um, I don't. Get, now I realise that's almost a political act. That's an extraordinary thing, because I, I did. I'm a marine, so if you're a marine, you swim. You know, they said two things: if you're a marine, marine you hate is and you get wet. It's an interesting one. Uh, um, yeah, the media has a role to play, but I think it could be as much in Jocelyn Ession. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I know Jocelyn, she'd have a sketch. That would. Act, I'm, really, I'm actually going to suggest that to her. And if you're listening, Jocelyn, here you go. <laughs> You've got the woman on the side of the pool, making every excuse in the world not to get in. You find at the end of the series, she just can't It's a wonderful scenario but we can do it with humour. I ain't going to wait for me. You've done it. I think what you've done is
0: extraordinary. Going back back to James Bond, and the black James Bond, I heard that you were possibly going to be what you call the first James Bond, even before we started talking about Idris Elba. I
1: used to screen test the girls. So I would um, screen test the girls for Pierce Bosworth's movies. So I literally brought in, originally, to just read lines with the actress and to... um, help them get to the level they need to get to you know so it was and i'm you know a happy married man i'm cool and i love women i really do and i really feel it's important that they achieve you know i've got two beautiful daughters extraordinary daughters i've got three beautiful sisters and my mother was keen. my grandmother you know I, I, you know I have no question in my mind that the, the world needs women we need our women to succeed so i was born to do that and um I was quite good at it, apparently, and uh, (laughs) Pierce Brosnan saw the tapes, clearly, because he was watching the actresses, and realised I could do a good job, and um, yeah, he made the suggestion that I would make a great James Bond, and that's how it came
0: about So, because it still can happen though, can it? Oh, okay.
1: What, for me?
0: Yeah, for you. Uh, I think that's for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, my my my
1: dream scenario would be in about 15 years when I'm old enough. I'd love to come back as M. I'd love to have sort of gone up progression. I've disappeared at the moment, but I would love to return down the line to take over that role. That would be a
0: fantastic. So what? So what have you been up to of late, and what does the world have to look forward to?
1: the intelligence
0: Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I can see that we are at a turning point, and I believe that if we keep on talking about it, we will achieve the objectives of eradicating the issue and the stereotypes, the myths, and the, and the high drowning rates. Yeah, we can swim. Yeah. yeah, of course we can. blast can swim. The, the I Yeah.
1: Commune with the, the, the fishes is a good thing. <laughs> Good. we swim against the side we're strong and I've got to say guys come on get your trunk out, you look great physically women with you know, all that work we're doing any opportunity to get a pair of swords
0: of yeah show it off sort of get
1: out
0: so show, show
1: us what you've got you know, it's fantastic it's a great sport and it's um, that's key. Well, a real pleasure
0: thank you very much sir.